ComC is excited to announce their latest grading partnership with PSA, the largest and most trusted third-party authentication and grading company in the world. With over 30 million raw cards available through our marketplace, ComC is expanding upon our effortless grading experience for you to buy, sell, and grade your sports, Marvel, and TCG cards. Don't forget to submit your cards for grading today with ComC Direct to Grading. You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. Today, the Super Collector Series returns. We're going to have a conversation with Chaz about his super collection, which is trying to get the entire 1991-92 Skybox basketball set autographed. It's quite an undertaking, and we're going to talk to Chaz a little bit about the inspiration behind that, how he goes about trying to track these down. We're going to get into that in a little bit. I wanted to start today, though, by talking about one of those collections that you find that is just kind of a fun collection to pick up. Last week, I got an email from a referral. It was somebody who a friend had referred this person to me to see if I might be interested in buying their collection. It sounds like they had come into some cards. It wasn't the this guy's original collection. Um, I think a family member had passed away, and they had come into these cards and were looking to get rid of them. I asked what he had, and he said, well, we've got 12 to 15 complete sets from 1969 to about 1985 and there's both baseball and basketball cards in there and there's a couple other tubs of miscellaneous cards and pages and holders but that's generally what we're looking at so I'm like all right that could be pretty cool and if, if that's accurate if there are truly complete sets from the late 60s through the early 70s that could add up that could be pretty neat so I went over and I took a look at this collection and it wasn't exactly what he had stated. There were definitely cards from the late 60s through the mid 80s, but there were not complete sets from that era. There were some 70s SSPC sets and um, some of those types of sets, but there was no complete vintage baseball sets, no complete vintage basketball sets, and there was several thousand cards that were from the junk wax era as well that were mixed in. I think he saw 12 to 15 800 count boxes and just kind of assumed that those were complete sets, but they were definitely not complete sets inside. That being said, there was some high quality stuff in there that I, I had a chance to pick up a whole lot of 1970 basketball cards. Um, I got some, you know, Chamberlains from that era, some Kareem second year Lou Elsender. I got, there's some vintage baseball in there, some early 70s Mays and Aaron and some of those types of things. So it's going to be a real nice collection. There was a binder of Junk Wax era stars, which are perfect for my quarter box. So the Tony Gwynns and the Wade Boggs and the Don Mattingly and Ken Griffey Jr. and all of those guys, they're going to get some new inventory coming into the shop once I get this collection processed. And it was also a reasonable price. We were able to come up with a price that was going to work both for me and give them a little cash in their pocket as well. And so it was a, a real nice transaction. The way it all worked out, 
a nice little affordable collection that has some cool late 60s, early 70s vintage baseball and basketball that's going to be coming into the shop. It's going to also allow me to fill in some holes, make a couple upgrades into my complete sets from a condition perspective. And so it's going to be a, a, one of those types of collections that really hits on everything. It lets me enhance my personal collection. It's going to provide plenty of inventory to sell at the shop. And I was able to get it all at an affordable price that was fair for both me and for the person I was buying from. So I thought I'd share a little bit about that more. If you want to see some of the pictures of some of these cards, check out my Twitter feed, my threads feed, my Instagram feed. I might even do a couple of TikToks on some of the things that I find in this collection as I start to dig through it. Hi, this is Pat Hughes, Cubs announcer, coming to you from the sports card shop in beautiful New Buffalo, Michigan. The Gocher family has built an incredible place here for collectors to buy, sell, and trade cards and memorabilia. Be sure to stop by and let them show you around. TheSportsCardShop.com, connecting sports, athletes, the hobby, and collectors around the world. Hi, this is Tony Rice, and I'm here to tell you the Gocher family has done it again. They just opened a sport card shop in downtown Valparaiso, Indiana, and it is awesome. If you're a collector, you need to check this place out. Tell them Tony sent you, and they get a free gift on your first visit. Today, I am joined by Chaz, also known as PDX Graffin on Twitter. We're going to be talking about his super collection. It's been a few weeks since we've had a super collector on, and I wanted to bring somebody back talking super collections again today. Chaz, welcome. Appreciate you have, for having me. This is fun. I'm excited. Yeah, I am excited too. I've had some autograph collectors on in the past, but I've never had anybody who's undertaken an autograph project quite like you're doing. And so I'm going to be excited to, to dig into that a little bit. But like I always do with these with these super collector conversations is I like to get the background of kind of what is your hobby history? You know, everybody's got a little bit of a different twist, a little bit of a different angle angle that has kind of influenced where their super collection goes. And so I always like to give that opportunity to learn about what your hobby background is. So maybe let's just start there. What's your hobby history? What's your background? Absolutely. Um, since I was a kid, I always wanted to be in the NBA. I mean, basketball, basketball is just my thing. So uh, the family's always been a huge Blazers fans, as you can see. So, and again, in Oregon, we, we only had one professional team pretty much growing up. So I mean, that was that was the show in town. So I definitely grew up a Blazers fan, as you can see with with all the craziness. Um, but then that kind of just led into to basketball cards also. And then led into going to, to basketball games, uh, Blazer games. And then I started getting autographs and I was like, this is pretty cool getting, meeting the players, getting the stories, the interaction with them. Um, and it just kind of all exploded since then. I've just kind of, I never, my mom, fortunately, you know, let me keep stuff and didn't throw away stuff when I was, you know, at a camp or something. So I've kind of just collected the stuff since I was a kid and it's just kind of grown from there. You've, you know, it's clear that based on your background and, and so in case anybody who's listening to the audio only version of this, his background is full of all kinds of basketball memorabilia, basketball photos, cereal boxes, all kinds of basketball stuff. Curious, were you or did you collect as a kid other sports as well? Did you have a favorite baseball team, football team, any other sports or was basketball kind of it for you? 
basketball definitely definitely ran the house for me um i definitely am fan of football baseball um i played those sports also i was actually probably better at baseball than anything but but basketball and the blazers mainly uh just they that was that was my main thing and now that i get older definitely you know i've thought of kind of collecting some baseball here and but I'm already, as you can see, I'm already, you know, head to head to toe in, in this stuff. So it's like, I'm going to save myself some money and <laughs> just stick to what I've kind of uh, made my PC and, and, and stuck there, stayed in my lane. <laughs> so you came of age in the 90s, you know, but mm -hmm. you're continuing, obviously, to be a passionate Blazers fan today. The Blazers have existed since the 70s, right? Do you have a favorite Blazer? You know, is it? Drexler, is it Lillard, Cliff Robinson? You know, who, who's your favorite Blazer, if you can name one? So as a kid, kind of going back into the graphing, um, that mid-90s, 96 uh, draft was probably my favorite. That's when I, like, really started going to games and everything. And Jermaine O'Neal was the Blazers rookie. He was, you know, came out of high school. That was new again. Some other, a few other guys did it before him, but he was 17 on the, on the, on the Blazers and I wanted to be in the NBA. So I was just like, this, this guy's so cool. And he was so nice. And I was so scared. You know how it is getting those first autographs when you're a kid. And it's like, I was nervous to go up to play. He was always approachable and so cool. And I was like, I'm going to start collecting him. So I definitely got some Jermaine O'Neal, a shelf here. I got the Drexler shelf. Um, but those were probably my two main guys as a kid. Um, not your Vetus, not my Vetus, but our Vetus. He was also, he was definitely, I have that shirt somewhere around here, but he was another fan favorite of mine. Um, as I got older, uh, B-Roy, B-Roy was that dude that I really uh, rooted for. So, but but for the most part, another one of my PCs is Jermaine O'Neal, Blazers stuff for sure. So that that's that's my guy At, with the jersey, of course, too. That's, that's right. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about this autograph project that you're working on you know 91 92 skybox is the set tell me a little bit about this this autograph project so as if you follow me on twitter you know 91 92 skybox greatest set ever made i, I, I say it often so you know obviously i'm biased but just uh i've said it a couple times on other shows but as a kid my mom would buy me a pack of skybox at the grocery store so that's kind of how it started and just really love those. I don't know, just obviously they stand out. They're unique. They just the graphics on them is the first time. It wasn't just a basic photo, you know, had, had the graphics and the color, just the nineties vibe all over it, just dripping with it. So I meant for whatever reason, it just pulled me in. And then I started getting those. Those were pretty much the cards that I had as a kid. So I would take those to the games and, and it just started kind of building from there. But it's just always been my set. And then when I got a little bit older, I realized, you know, I have dang near half this set. It's like, I'm going to really make a push for this. So um, more recently, I really started, you know, doing signings and other stuff to, to really kind of, again, push for that to complete the set. So that's where I'm at right now. You mentioned, you you know, when it started, you were going to games, you were getting some autographs, you were bringing the stuff that you had on hand, right? When did that switch flip and you decided to just really make a push and you, you are intentional about only getting those autographs to kind of continue to fill out the ones that, that you needed. Um, was there, a, was there a specific point where you were like, you know what, I'm going to get every one of these autographed. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so like I said, when I was a kid, you know, that's really the only cards I had. Um, early 2000, 2008-ish or so, um, I got season tickets with a couple of my with a couple of my friends. And we used to go all the time and I'd always uh, just bring cards for other people. And so I would just kind of graph hard, but I always had the Skybox stuff. So, um, and then now once I had kids and the wife and everything, I don't really graph as much anymore. So that's now I'm really focused on um, off camera. I know I mentioned to you, we go down to summer league every year. So I don't, it's so hectic if you're a grapher down there to try and bring something for everybody. So I, I, again, I just narrowed it down to the skybox stuff. It, it limits my stress and my being overwhelmed. So I probably in the last, you know, 10, five to 10 years, I I've just really focused on the skybox. If I'm doing anything autograph related, I'll look up the signings and, and that those are the ones that I really care about for sure. The skybox. So how many do you have now? There's what, 500-ish cards in the set? A little so over there, 500 cards in the set? There's actually, there's actually 600 and something, but um, a bunch of those are like checklists. They're, you know, the team logo stuff. There's stuff that, that I've kind of cut out from the running to get signed. So there's about 500 and something that I've, that I've made. Those are the ones I want to get signed. And then I have about 476, I believe now is what I'm up to, signed. So I'm, I'm just under the hundred need a hundred left for the set. Very cool. Now, you know, that's a process, right? There's, there's some of these guys that it seems like they show up to every event. They're at, you know, a lot of, you know, signing events and that type of thing. You've got some mega stars in there with multiple cards. You know, some of the, the highest profile players have multiple cards in that set. And then there's even a few that have passed away. Right. So, um, you know, kind of where are you at from that perspective on the, the needing the guys like Jordan, do you have, do you have the, the multiple Jordans? Have you tracked any of those down yet? You know, or, or are there still guys that have maybe passed away that you don't have that you're going to have to try to find somebody who happened to get that card autographed kind of, where are you at in that journey of the guys that you still need? There, there's that I get that question a lot and and Jordan's usually that's my answer for that I think he's in I think he has eight technically cards in the set so I meant realistically that's going to be really hard and that's the biggest hurdle um like I said I have the one base card so that's so that's the thing I kind of have like a hierarchy from the set I really want to finish series one obviously before series but obviously I take them as I get them but um, the series one and like the base cards, I'm, I'm really close to, to just finishing the base cards. Now, obviously I'm crazy and I work on the subsets and just every little thing. So that's kind of my high, my hierarchy is I start with the base ones and then I go for the subsets and things like that. But actually it's funny as I'm saying that I'm thinking in the last few years, I've kind of switched that because the ones that do pop up on eBay and what most people would get signed are the base ones. So that the subset ones are actually harder to get. So if I do have a signing or something, um, Patrick Ewing, I recently got through a signing. So I got um, some of those subset cards signed before I would a base that I have seen pop up regularly. So I try and go for those rare ones, you know, um, the ones that do pop up on eBay excuse me, the, the kids back in the day, they didn't get the random subsets or the team card sign. They always went for the cool base card. So like I said, those ones are a little bit more rare. So I do go after those, but I, I, I get them as I get them pretty much. That Ewing was probably a, a nice one to check off, right? He's typically been a pretty tough autograph to get. 
he's number two. Everybody asks, and I, and I definitely say Jordan's number one. Uh, Ewing, I've kind of I've told this story a couple times, but I've tried being a grad like twenty plus years. I've met Ewing. He was a, he came back and was a coach for a while, assistant coach. Um, so I've had plenty of one on one and interactions, and and his thing is just he he just doesn't sign. I've seen guys literally offer him hundred dollar bills. Just he he, it's just not his thing, and that's actually pretty normal with a lot of the guys. There's a few that just they. They refused to sign. It's actually a funny story. I was just down in Vegas and um, I saw Dale Ellis and I need him on like three cards. And uh, he just, he said, no. And I was like, so I'll just have to figure out, you know, a show or a signing or something for those guys. But uh, some guys are cool about signing and others just, they don't, they don't have any interest in it. So. You've gotten a lot of them in person. It sounds like, but that can't be the only way, right? Have, no. Do you have a process that you followed, you know, save searches through the mail? Like, you know, what's your process for trying to track down these ones that you still need? All of the above. So um, definitely majority of them have been in person throughout the years of doing this. Um, I've done TTM through the mail stuff for sure. There's definitely guys that Robert Parrish and just guys that are, that are known through the mail signers. Uh, pick those up um, but then recently it's been a lot of signings and things like that so yeah again I just kind of get them as I get them and and if I can again summer league I go down there and there's a lot of signings or just appearances and and I'm that guy <laughs> I have my little little case and I just bring the skybox cards in case I randomly see people uh, again I always say this kind of funny like there's guys I'll I'll go to basketball games, but I'll just bring a card for Michael Thompson because he's the radio announcer. I don't care about you know any of the players, the current players, and I and I'm the guy going after the the old heads, as they say. <laughs> what about like direct connections? You know, people you you've you've been doing this for a while. Like you said, if we follow along on Twitter, you you post updates of of getting these, and you're becoming more and more known for chasing this autograph set. Do you have connections out there who are people who are keeping an eye out for you? And, and they, if they see some or they find somebody who's got a 10 or 15 or 20 of them or something from their own collection that they're moving on from, you know, have you been, do you have people who are like making those connections for you to try to help you track these down? Absolutely. That's probably my favorite part of the hobby. It's, it's, we all kind of know each other's PCs and we kind of look out for each other. So that is a cool thing. Um, I definitely have some people and I get random uh, DMs and hate with a picture. Hey, you got this one. You got this one. And it's, it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. Cause I have definitely gotten a lot of cards that way just, and that's kind of why I got more involved in Twitter and really put it out there. Cause it's, it's interesting. The more you put it out there, it, it comes back too. So it's really cool. Um, so not only that people look out for me, it shows um, in-person stuff. I definitely, again, going back to your previous question, I have, save searches like crazy i have you know the misspellings i have 91 skybox i have 92 skybox 91 with a dash with a i have everything so anytime something skybox sign pops up i'm definitely seeing it so i i got my antennas out there for sure and it, it's fun to see you know what tomorrow brings you never know who's gonna pop up or who's gonna hit you up it's kind of cool what's your most memorable experience of getting one of these autograph cards that's a good question. I had I go blank a lot of times with these because again I've probably gotten at least three hundred maybe of these cards signed in person. So 
Um, I just have a lot of just random interactions. Like I said, doing the graphing things, if graphers, uh, you know, the stories, they just, it's awesome meeting people and, and, you know, getting them to look again, when I go more recently, it's usually the coach, their assistant coaches. Now these guys that played in the early nineties or their radio announcers. So they don't always get recognized anymore. So it's kind of cool to see them, you know, light up or they'll have a little conversation with you about it. Um, I tell the story often. I was uh, at the Bellagio in Vegas and David Robinson walked by. So that was like one of those cool ones, you know, the guys that have five or six cards in the set and you see, I'm at my childhood hero, you know, walking by and, and you go into go mode and you go into go and you're like, I got to figure out which ones to get. And it, it's just, that's the fun of the graph, the chase. It's, 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 it's satisfying for sure. Now I know you, you post some of your updates on Twitter but do you have a, a website or do you have a, a place that people can go to see kind of where you're at in the list and, and what you might still need? You know, does there a place that people can go to follow along and, and maybe see if, if they can kind of help identify some, some of these that you still need? I, I wish I was that organized, <laughs> but, but I'm not, I just have Twitter right now. And I have a list on my, on my iPhone, you know, that I email out every once in a while, but usually, like I said, people just hit me up and, and say, hey, do you have this one? And then I check my list or I have most of them memorized, you know, what I need or so for the most part, that's how I get them. Just just look in and people send me one or two. I have actually got to meet um, in my travelings all when I'm I'll be at a hotel or something and I'll see a team there and there's other graphers and I'll I'll, I'll hit them up and be like, hey, do you happen to have any of these? And actually in the graphing community, this 91-92 set um, is pretty popular, which is cool because it's the white background. So it makes it great for autographs. It's not the glossy finish. So they sign really nice. So a lot of graphers actually have gotten these signed over the years. So um, I have met a few people that I've got, you know, 15 cards from or something. So it, it, it works out nice. It works out nice. So where can people go to follow along? If, if they want to track along with you on your journey, let us know where people can follow you. Twitter, man, at PDX Graffin. That's me. That, that's my one. I don't, I'm not a big social media guy. So that's unfortunately, that's the only way you can find me is on Twitter. <laughs> Are you familiar at all with the more recent Panini status set? Status. What does that sound familiar? I, I, I think so. Yes. Well, when we get done, go check out Panini status because I think it was 1819 was maybe the first year of Panini status. But the first thing that I thought of when I saw that is skybox. <laughs> and so if you ever get to the point where you finish this one off and you want the, the skybox version 2.0, I think that Panini status set or, or one of those Panini status sets might be right up your alley. Cause it's got that nineties era skybox vibe all over it i love it i'll definitely have to check it out but i know one thing is i don't need another project <laughs> i got too many random projects i'm sure my my wife will roll her eyes if, if i tell her i got another thing started but like i said this this skybox set is kind of like my my lifelong project it's that you know that thing i always reference the movie uh terminal with tom hanks and he comes to america to finish his dad's autograph jazz uh set so I kind of always think of that as, as me and, you know, maybe in 40 years or something, Jordan will do a sign and I'll finish and I'll put the last one on the shelf or something uh, and figure that out. So we'll see. 
I always like to talk a little bit about too, when I'm having these conversations are some of the other things that you collect. And at the very beginning, we talked about your background, um, like the background of the things that are behind you in your, in your room there. Let people know a little bit, what are a couple of your favorite other pieces that you've collected that are are trailblazer related? Do you you have a couple other things that stand out to you as, as some of your favorites? Oh man, I got a ton of stuff. Um, like I said, I was pretty involved with the team. I had season tickets and had a couple ins with the players and connections. So I, I have actually a Brandon Roy case over here that I've, um, I think I've posted on Twitter before, but I have a bunch of game use shoes. Um, and I have some jerseys. So I'd probably say that I have a pair of Pippin uh, game use blazer shoes. Um, so again, as a kid, like game use Jersey game use shoes, that was always a cool thing. Um, being here in the Portland area, Nike kind of is king around here. So I grew up loving basketball and shoes and, and things like that. So anytime I could get, you know, both best of both worlds there and get a pair of shoes from a player that was just, that was always the best to me. So I definitely had those, I got them in cases, so I can't pull them out easily, but I got a lot of that that random stuff like that. Uh, the game use stuff, I'd probably have to say, is number one, though, for sure. Very cool. Well, Chaz, I really appreciate you spending a few minutes today talking about your 91-92 Skybox Autograph Super Collection. <laughs> if anybody out there is not already following Chaz, check him out at PDX Graffin on Twitter. I will have the link to his Twitter in the show notes. And so you'll be able to, to go right there if you're not already following him. And if you've got any of these that are autographed, get a hold of him and see if there's some of the ones that he might still need. You know, he's showing a few here. He's going to continue to build that up. And hopefully someday we'll be able to have him back on after he's knocked out all of the autographs in, in, in this set. So thanks again, Chaz, for coming on. Of course, Mike. Thanks. Anytime. Thanks for having me again. Thanks for letting me, you know, share my passion. I appreciate you. Well, that is quite an undertaking. And I know from here on out, as I go to different shows, I'm going to be keeping an eye out for any autographed 1991-92 Skybox cards. And I'm going to see if Chaz needs any of those to help fill in his set. Well, I want to know what you think about that. I want to know if you've got a super collection that is similar to that or is something that you're super passionate about. Maybe this inspired you to start a super collection. Reach out to me on Twitter and let me know. You can reach me at the Mike Summer on Twitter. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and also on threads at Waxpack Hero. Or you can send me an email the old-fashioned way at waxpackhero at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how these super collector conversations have inspired you or encouraged you in your own collection pursuits. Let me know. That is all I have for you today. I'll catch you next time.